The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. 
in the air everywhere the sunday fifth hour with ben maller and danny g radio back at it again here to bloviate eight days a week and uh one of my favorite podcasts to do the mailbag danny always look forward you never know what you're going to get in the mailbag. See, normally I put the mailbag together and I don't typically pay that close attention because I'm half asleep. Uh, you know, I'm kind of in a, in a trance when I'm putting the email together. I'm just kind of cherry picking random email. And so then when I when we do the podcast here, it's like all of these are new emails because I forget what's actually and I don't pay that close attention when I'm actually putting the mailbag together from the random people. And remember, we are replacing a multi-billion dollar industry in the NFL. No pressure, but we are the Sunday entertainment now. Yes, that's right. The NFL was taking away from our audience now, but we have nothing to compete against us on Sunday, especially those lazy kind of Sunday afternoons. And baseball's got this labor kerfluffle thing, so who knows when there'll be baseball again on a regular basis during the regular season. So let's not waste any time. I want to get right to the mailbag. And so into it we go. Ben's mailbag. Thanks to our buddy Ohio Al, who sent that little ditty in a while back. And we play that every mailbag. That is the official beginning to the mailbag. If you like the podcast, you want to support us, you can always give a review. We talked about that on the Saturday podcast. We thank you for that. But also, if you want to add content on the show here and help us out and send a question in, if there's something you're curious about or you just want to hear your name read on the radio because you want to ask a question, that's fine as well. You can send it in. Questions and comments are welcome in the mailbag. I normally post on Tuesday early in the day on the Facebook page, and then I'll pin it to the top of the page. A Ben Maller show is the official work facebook page that we use for the show and then we also have the email you can contact me real fifth hour at gmail.com that's f-i-f-t-h spell out fifth real fifth hour at gmail.com and you can also send questions to danny on twitter uh it's danny g radio on twitter and to me um don't send them to me on twitter i i get i don't want them on twitter. Uh, email me send me an email or, or post a message on the facebook page so the the email getting right into it. We've got, do you have your hazmat suit on, Danny? Are you prepared for the for the email? What we're about to get here? Ready, Freddie. All right. So uh, here we've we go. got mail. Yes, we do. Uh, Jennifer from uh, Richmond, Virginia. Our friend Jennifer writes in says, "Hey Ben and Danny G, have you ever been grocery shopping, but in the middle of it, for any reason, you decided you were done, over, uh, over it, and you just want to leave?" Whatever didn't make it into the cart, you justify how you don't really need it anyway, and you'll get it later, or you grab just the priorities and rush to check out. And I'm not talking about the holiday season, just a normal day. Or am I the only weirdo that does that sometimes? Again, Jennifer, our friend from Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, I've never done that one, Jennifer. I, I am a meticulous grocery shopper. I go on, I'm a man on a mission. When I go on and I want to get in, I do want to get out of the grocery store as quickly as possible, but I normally go at off hours because of the overnight schedule that I have. And I'll, I'll go at some really weird times. The, the stores around where I live are not open 24 hours, but I will go right when they open or just before closing time. And I, 
and I, I usually do a big shopping trip to Costco, uh, me and the wife on the weekends, but during the week, you know, there's always like random stuff you need from time to time. And so I'll just go in quick, but I've never walked out before my mission was done. It's like running the New York marathon and then getting to the 13 mile mark and saying, ah, no, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> we're good. We're good. What about you, Danny? Yeah. I've never abandoned ship at a grocery store, but inside a store like target. And I think I learned this from my mom, you know, there's all the internet jokes all the time about went into target for one thing and walked out with $200 worth of crap. I didn't need. <laughs> well, yeah. she would go into target, spend hours shopping. And then before she got to check out, she would, you know, start deducing, do I really need this? Do I really need that? No. And she'd start putting things back. By the time she checked out, half the cart was emptied. Yeah. So she, she goes in, she gets everything she thinks she needs. And then she's like, all right, let me do a cost benefit analysis here. And she'll thin the herd. She's like, I don't need that. Long. You know, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. You know, get that out of the cart and all. And uh, probably, I mean, smart for your budget, but not a good way to use time probably. No. And, and they have done social experiments. The people that run these big stores like Target, Costco, and gross, just regular big grocery stores, they know exactly where to place items to get your attention when you're walking through the store. And, and they've, they've studied. It's like an art. If you show an item a certain amount of times in the store, the person's more likely to buy it and it, you have it at eye level. Or certain, it's crazy how much effort goes into that. And then we're just dumb consumers. We're walking through like, oh, oh, wait a minute here. Costco wants me to buy that blender. I don't really need a blender, but it looks really good. Look at all the smoothies I can make if I had that blender. Well, I've read books. I'm a big fan of infomercials because you uh, know late night, I fell asleep. That's what I'm competing against. And I remember when I was younger, I read a book about infomercials and they, they also, they're, they're even better than the, the big box stores uh, because they have just a, a 10, 15 minute you know, paid segment uh, to, to sell their product. And, and all the little mind hacks of, you know, ratcheting up the drama, limited supply, you know, you don't want to miss out. And yeah. we're all wired like, oh, we don't want to miss out, you know, FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. You don't want to miss out on the uh, the car wax you can light on fire because uh, your life will not be complete. You'll, you'll go into the grave. You'll be like, oh, if only I had that, my life would be better. Uh, anyway, we'll keep it going here. What do we have? Uh, Bam, all right, Jason in Rocky Mount, Virginia says, hey, guys. Love the Danny G radio edition much better and cooler than Gaskin. Almost shot at Gaskin. Uh, was uh, what I want to know is I've asked this before, so I guess this is really for Danny G. Have you ever been hunting or fishing? If so, give me the details. Love the podcast, as always, the great Jason Rocky Mount, who is one of the hat benefactors. He sent me a a very nice uh, hat back uh, back in the day. I think it was last year. Danny, have you ever been hunting, fishing, any of that? Yeah, actually, I have. When I was a little kid, my uncle took me up into the woods in San Bernardino County. Believe it or not, there is some wilderness up in that area. Yeah. And he would go deer hunting. He also had a bow and arrow, uh, like one of those pro bows. And he would take us up there and let us shoot the bow and arrow, which I thought was cool. That's my duck. I have never done that since, but my dad fishes. In fact, he has invited me and my older brother for the second year in a row to a Bass Lake Fishing Derby, 
where they tag some um, smallmouth bass. Yeah. They put like a $10,000 tag on a few of the fish that they throw in the lake. A $50,000 fish is in there. And then like a hundred, $100 fish supposedly are tagged. Our joke is how do we know that they really did what they say they did? Well, exactly. Right. So finding a needle in a haystack or a, a bass in the middle of a pond, you know, good luck. <laughs> it was really funny because on last year's boat, we're fishing, we're getting nothing. We saw an Eagle, which amazed us, but was even more amazing he swooped down and grabbed a bass out of the lake <laughs> and took off. And as everyone in our boat is watching in amazement, a uh, just deadpan, I said, well, there goes the $50,000 fish. <laughs> that is, oh, that's outstanding. That is outstanding. Yeah. I've only been fishing uh, a couple of random times and uh, it was one of those deals. It's we like, we all need to laugh. Yeah. It was city slickers. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was out there. It was a disaster and didn't catch a damn thing. I've never been hunting. Uh, I've never done that. So maybe at some point along the way, I'm not against it. I mean, I, I feel like uh, I would be uh, I have much more testosterone, Danny, if I went hunting. That's a you know, I live I live a life like everyone else. I, I want a piece of meat. I go to the grocery store and they have anything I need, burgers, steak, whatever I need. But to actually have to to get it and to chop it up and all that, that's uh, that's old school. Old. All these years later, I want that bow. That uncle's still alive. I hope he leaves his bow and arrows to me in his will. <laughs> You, you might be the beneficiary down the line. All right, scumbag, yes. pay attention. It's time for mail call. Barry in Nashville says, yo, yo, ma, Benny, what's the biggest challenge you face when you sit in for a different radio host show? Well, we addressed this a little bit yesterday, Barry, but the, the simple answer is to not fuck up. Uh, that's the that's the simple uh, answer. Uh, but for me, you know, typically it is adjusting my sleep schedule. And I, I mentioned that I'm still all kind of wonky everything's backwards. It's going to take a couple more days here for that to turn around, but uh, that, and also just, you have to, when, when you're house sitting, you have to act a certain way. And so that's always a challenge. I'm actually on the live air. And there's a little more pressure when you're on during the day because uh, the big corporate muckety mucks are listening and they're not usually listening to me overnight. So it's a, it's a whole different world. It's uncharted waters is what it is when you're doing stuff at different times, but it's nice, rare and appropriate. Dan. That's what I always say. Rare and appropriate. Unless there is a gigantic check associated with it. And then, then we're good on that. Uh, otherwise you know, I'm, I'm good in my little, uh, my little cubicle off to the side here. I'm good with that. I'm learning. Every once in a while, like I'm like, all right, oh, hold on a second here. Now this is a, this is a take that will work at two in the morning. <laughs> will this work with the, the business crowd? You know, I, I could say this at two in the morning and I'd get a round of applause, right? <laughs> but during the day, I might get that. You know, I don't want that. So anyway, Carlos. Yeah, when, you're, when your ship is floating through the night, it's called the safe harbor. Yes. Yeah, so I'm the captain of the safe harbor. I got mail. Yay. I got mail. Yay. Uh, Carlos in Houston writes in and says, I absolutely love when you guys talk about the behind the scenes stuff. And uh, he then says, I think that uh, see, I'll see you next Tuesday. Uh, old hag from Florida should get in the verbal octagon with Tammy 
in Montana. And, uh, and then Carlos says uh, he wants to annoy uh, Danny G. You know what he wants to annoy Danny G with? What do you think Carlos wants oh, to annoy you with? No, not the nicknames. Uh, yes. He says, sorry, Danny. Uh, I would like a nickname rundown. So no, as we say, you know, on the podcast, anything goes, the listeners always write Danny. So, uh, I am known as Carlos. You're aware of this. I'm known as the Baron of Balderdash, big gall bladder, menace, the menace. Oh, the hell Bill Miller, captain knee jerk, the general of degenerates, the tycoon of teas, the master of disaster, the hustler of filibuster, the night light. I need clown music. Life. Well, no, we don't need any of that. Pummeler yeah. of producers. Benny Brightside. Manatee of insanity. Marconi Maller. And it scared me. Moneyline Maller. Emissary of embellishment. Weeknight windbag. Wizard of wacky. Slayer of naysayers. Grand oh. goober of gab. Screw you, Bill Miller. Tower of Babel. Make it stop. Honest Adonis, Nocturnal Colonel, the underdog of monologue, and the Holy Pope of the Slippery Slope. And that is only part of the nickname rundown. And as for you, Carlos, my man, one of the few good guys in Houston, a wretched place where they supported cheaters back in the day. And the Astros, though, I haven't had to worry about them, the cheating Astros in a while. Not on my radar right now. No, they are not. But uh, anyway, uh, moving on. By the way, remember last weekend's mailbag? A listener asked about that drop. You got to be kidding me. Yes. And that Eddie and myself would play whenever you did those stupid nicknames. Well, I found that. You have got to be kidding me. Aha. It's from your boy, Hawk Harrelson. Oh, Hawk Harrelson. Yeah, the White Sox. He retired. The old White Sox Hall of Fame broadcaster, Hawk Harrelson. I've met him a few times. They, you know, they called him the Hawk. He used to play for the White Sox, and they called him the Hawk because his nose is like a beak of a hawk, his nickname. And- well, I have that drop now, so anytime you try to pull that, I'm going to keep playing that drop on you. All right. And you can go ahead and knock yourself out there, big guy. I'm, all, I'm prepared. You have got to be kidding me. I can handle I also, uh, finally, and it took two weeks, I found the Necros drop. No, no, no. How dare you? Yes. Don't do that. Come on. Somebody tried to hide it. Somebody tried to hide it in the computer system. It says, do not play. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we know why that is on the do not playlist. But all those Negroes look the same. Why wouldn't you just delete it? Right. Like, what is the mindset of do not play? Why not just click the delete button? Probably because in there. We, we need it for evidence when the FCC files their complaint report. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that. I mean, I'll be so excited for that. Racist. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? Uh, who is next? You've got uh, mail. Yes, we do. Uh, next email comes in from Tammy in Montana. I guess I can. I cleaned. I cleaned this word up the last time, but we're on the podcast, so I could say I could say this word, right? I can. Anything kind of goes on the podcast, right, Dave, yeah. for the most part. Uh, this is from Tammy in Montana. Very polite, very charming woman. Uh, the the patron saint, uh, the Mother Teresa of the Maller Militia. She always looks out for some of our uh, more interesting characters on the show. They're a little down on their luck. And Tammy in Montana writes in. She says, the podcast is great as it has been from inception. Wow, from the point of inception. Uh, Helen, now this is Helen and Stu. These two 
Helen and Stu, uh, very controversial, these two in Florida. So Helen wrote a nasty message last, I think it was last week, about Tammy in Montana. So now uh, Tammy is giving her rebuttal. And uh, this really is like a, a heavyweight uh, boxing match. Uh, it is absolutely like that. So uh, I'm going to read this verbatim. And I'm not going to clean it up because uh, we read what Helen said. And I, I will read now what the rebuttal from Tammy in Montana. So uh, it says, Ben and Danny G, the podcast is great. Helen is another Karen. She is a, uh, a canoed out jealous cunt, uh, is what it says here. Uh, her anger comes from having dildo denial i've never heard that one danny have you ever heard that one i don't know uh, i've never heard that will you be adding uh, danny will you be adding bleeps to this are you when I, we, we play this back are we gonna uh, i i think what i'm gonna do is bleep it but you could still tell what the word yeah. is that well that's bleep. the way that's the way to do it yeah yeah that's uh, i i used to listen my favorite radio show when i was a kid the jim healy show and that's what he would do he would play like the Lee Ilya drop, but yes. he would just put the the bleep in. It's just a little late. So it was like this. And I was like, hey. Yeah, da, da, da. yeah. yeah. You could still hear the and the er, but yeah. yeah, you get a little bleep in it. One of the reviews I read, the listener said he liked it better when it was like that rather than just hearing us curse. So yeah. once in a while, if you or I drop an F-bomb, I'll do the Healy trick on it. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine. If you want to bleep what I say, you know, I say, um, for example, let's do this right now. Let's do a test. Right. I'm going to test your editing skills. Uh, uh, what are the seven deadly words? Fuck, shit, cunt, uh, cocksucker, mother. Uh, I think those are some of the, the deadly words. And yeah. so I just said them, but you, it, you won't actually hear them. Can you say asshole? Uh, you can say ass and you can say hole. You got to pause for one second. You have to say ass one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand whole. Okay. Like that. Cause God forbid, you know, you just say asshole. Got it. You can't, you can't, and you say can't that. say somebody was taking a shit. Cause that's a bodily function. You can't say I went outside and took a piss. Cause that's yes. a bodily function. Yeah. Who decided that we can't hear bodily functions. Somebody that wanted to be able to eat their lunch while they listened to the radio without getting an upset stomach, I guess. Remember, Carlin did the, the famous bit, the seven deadly words. And it's actually, there's like more than seven, because there's a lot of phrases, right? Yeah. There's a lot of phrases you can't, you can't say. I think he parodied that. Wasn't did, Carlin took that off the seven deadly sins, right? Wasn't that his? Yeah. Yes. It was like a parody. Of and of things. course, those were all famously read to Howard Stern in his movie. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, we had another reference to the podcast on Friday, but we had, uh, Pharrell on who worked for Howard Stern. He told some, some interesting stories about Howard who would show up to parties for like 10 minutes, have these massive gala parties. And, and then he would you know, show up for 10 minutes, have a drink and then leave. And, and we're like, where'd he go? And, and that, so I think he's, I think I'm wired the same way. Cause that's how I would want to do that. I'd be like, all right, everyone have a great time. Yeah. I'll make an appearance and I'll get out of there. That's going to be yeah. the Ben Maller Super Bowl party in Glendale, Arizona. Yeah. We're going to be there early 2023. So, I have, I have in front of me now, Danny, through the magic of the internet. These I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. 
Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Seven deadly words as were written by Carlin. Okay. In 1972. So it's a shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocker, motherfucker, and tits. Those are the those are the magic words, according to Oh, I, I, I guess if somebody said tits. What about what Mike North used to say? He used to say orientals. Racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I would well, be running, I'd be running the board on daybreak, and yeah, Mike North yeah. would be talking about his neighbor. True story on the air. He's live and he's like, eh, my neighbor, he's a nice fella for an oriental. Well, it's in the it, studio. We're like, what did he just say? Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's, you know, I, I love my, we've had Mike on the podcast, but uh, Mike's from the old school, right? And wow. uh, we've all, we, we guys around our age, we've all had a, a, the uncomfortable uncle or grandpa yes. who just doesn't give a shit. And, uh, and, you know, there's, It's very awkward. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You know, and you're, you're sitting in a restaurant and, you know, not that I'm the word police, but I, I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable, but I have no control over what, what my relatives say. And there's a, there's many different ways to say certain ethnicities uh, that uh, some are acceptable in a polite society and others are not. And uh, you never know. I was at a, a party. This guy was not related to me, but this guy, uh, Vinny who showed up to the, the Christmas party. I got COVID at the Christmas Eve party. And that guy was, Oh my God. He was like, he was like uh, from that Benny Hill show about not Benny. Hill. was the uh, uh, Archie Griffin. Was that the one? All in the family. All in the family. Yeah, exactly. It was like that old uh, sitcom Archie from Bunker. Back the, Archie Bunker. Oh, I said, what did I say? Ar- what, Archie Griffin, the cartoon. <laughs> the hell was that? Where the hell did that come from? No, no, no. Why was that in my head? Uh, insane. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right, though. Our famous racist drop the computer, the CPU voice that we've used for years. Yeah. I wish I could have a speaker connected to my belt and be able to play that racist drop on some of these older folks. Oh, it's that is a the most I would say the most popular drop that is regularly used. People love that. They yeah. love it. But what I've noticed, Danny, over the years with with you and then Roberto playing the drop is they love it when it's out of context. Yes. When, when you're not saying anything remotely racist and you play that, that gets the biggest laugh. I love to play it whenever you would say, like, imagine the coach writing that on the whiteboard. Racist. <laughs> it's going to be Black Friday. Racist. Yeah, so anytime... Sounds like it could be racist, but it's definitely not. That's when you play that drop. Yeah. And the funny thing about that is when you started doing that on the show, that was just a funny bit. Now we're in society. Now it's kind of like that where everything is racist. Like, you know, you can't do anything. It's all racist, which is fascinating that we did that as a cheesy bit on the radio. And now uh, society, well, I, I say society, I think there is social media, uh, society and decorum. And then there's like real world society. I don't think the two of them align. You know, it's the, I often talk about it being the matrix, but anyway, that is a, uh, we got carried away. I don't think I finished reading the email from Tammy in Montana. She's probably like, what the hell you stopped at dildo denial. What's wrong with you? Uh, email continues. Uh, she says, if she uh, wasn't talking about Helen, if she wasn't such a bragging, negative, narcissistic, cold hearted prude, People would like her and Stu may want to bend her over. Wow. <laughs> a uh, position that he doesn't have to look at her hideous face. A hideous Helen hides behind her keyboard, usually 
People that brag are notorious for being liars. Tammy in Montana says anytime she wants to do a verbal octagon on the show, I will take the night off from work. And she signs it. Tammy in Montana. Let's go, bitch. Wow. I would like to get all these folks together in the same room, serve them some Kirkland brand alcohol, give them some Benny the bobbleheads that we're going to have made from our promotions department and have them sing some kumbayas together, Ben, and see if we could change the world. Well, they get very fired up. It's it's just a dopey weekend podcast. You don't need to get all worked up. I mean, my God, the hell. And Tammy, she is amazing because Tammy is like the sweetest woman. She helps out all these people. But then she turns into this like raging, insane, angry. I am going to take down the world woman. Uh, it's a wild, wild, wild. All right. Uh, moving on. I got yeah. mail. Yay. I got mail. Uh, Yay. It's not, it's not that exciting. Pierre from Springfield, home of the pro basketball hall of fame, where you can see Muffin McGraw enshrined there says some hot radio talk for you, Ben. How often do you record commercials? between breaks and is this why you're extra salty on some days you mentioned that you don't like to talk during the breaks and i remember not long ago you had a tough time recording a spot in the allotted time only to have coop tell you it didn't matter because it was for the podcast uh yes pierre i i record usually once every couple of weeks we'll have a recording session that's typically during the show sometimes i have to do it after the show which i don't like and it's, it's a network radio show. So the commercials have to be either 30 or 60 seconds, depending on how much the advertiser pays for. And uh, they typically give you about two minutes of copy, about two minutes of copy to get a 30 second commercial. And I'm not a fast, you know, I'm not a fast reader. So it becomes problematic. And I like to put my own touch on the commercials. I like to add things that aren't in the copy. And they don't sometimes, like that. They don't yeah, like I, that usually. I get in trouble usually when I do that. But I I feel like it, you know, maybe it's just me, but I, I feel like that makes it uh, more enjoyable for the listener and for the advertiser that you personalize the commercial. But not <laughs> everyone wants the commercial personalized. I turned in one of your commercials one time and yeah. sales kicked it back to me. And they're like, we don't want Ben to say his name in that commercial. Well, I was told by a, a guy when I first got in the business, and this guy had made a lot of money. He was an older guy. He's not in the business anymore. He told me, he said, Ben, you know, they're going to have you do these commercials. And sometimes they're not going to pay you for these commercials. So you take advantage of this. Every time they give you a commercial, you put your name on that. That way you are promoting your brand. You're not getting paid. So the only money you're getting is your promotion for your name. And make sure your name's in there. So every time some listener hears that commercial, they put your name in there. And that way, while you're not getting paid money, you're getting paid with promotion. You're promoting your brand. And so I've always done that. I've always thrown my name in uh, either the first name or the last name. And I've always, I will continue to do it. And if anybody doesn't want me to do that, then you can pay me a ton of money and then I will not put my name in. I like that. I'm going to steal that. That's how I do it, Danny. And I I was, was Danny G Mercedes Benz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a weird read, Danny. Yeah, they're going to love that. They're yeah, going to love that. That was, Yeah, that was an odd one. But that answers that, Pierre. Also, he says, P.S., since you often spin your Rolodex of the FSR Alumni Association, is there any chance 
of getting KK on the Friday podcast someday, the great Karen K. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I've tried, I've tried to get Karen on uh, a few times, but our schedules haven't worked out. But now since uh, and this was years ago, but now that I do the, most of the recording in my home studio, I can record anytime she's available. Yeah. So, which has got to be annoying to her because there's no way for her to get out of this. Because <laughs> I can say whenever you're available, I'll record it. And she wanted to do it. She loves the, the the fans of the show. And she says, I talked to Karen a while back and she said she's still getting messages on Twitter and Facebook from fans of the show yeah. that remember the old days. And so I'm going to add her to my list right here. Brian Billick, Karen K. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We're the only show that has been turned down by Brian Billick multiple times. Brian Billick. Brian Billick. Listen, I'd like to talk to Brian, but I don't want to beg to talk to Brian. All right. Uh, Moving on. Best playoffs drop voice instead of playoffs at fifth hour. There's nothing better as a, a guy doing a podcast or you, Danny, who's you know, doing the show and producing the podcast from getting an email on a Saturday saying, we're excited to do the interview. Can't yes. wait to do it. And then on a Monday, you ask a follow-up question and no response on a Tuesday, you send an email and they say, Oh no, I'm not, we're not doing that. Yeah. They're like, no, um, we'll let you know a future date. You just told me you look forward to joining the podcast this week. Yeah. And, uh, and normally when that happens, that's a sign that you don't need to book anyone else. That's a sign you've booked a guest. Your job is done, right? You've done your job. Yeah. You've got your guest for the podcast and you're ready to move on. When someone says yes, I do a victory lap and you're right. It's like a load of bricks has been lifted off my shoulders. See this Billick email saying we're good for next week. Excited to join the podcast. And I'm like, yes, I do the Tiger Woods fist pump. Sure. And then, yeah, you have got to be kidding me. Then it turns out you're uh, you're, you're visiting a, a place that, well, it's the dark side. You yeah. don't know the power of the dark side. Yes, you don't. And I thought Michael Jordan was the big fish to get for an interview, but it turns out it's Billick. Yeah, Brian Billick of all people. I mean, the, it, the, we've had bigger, uh, not that Brian's not a big name, but we've had bigger names on the podcast. <laughs> I have also noticed there's some snobbery with the podcast that there's certain people that are, they they believe the podcast is below them, but they'd come on the radio show. Like they'd come on the Ben Maller show. If I booked them as a guest, but the podcast, they feel like it's, I don't think they understand how many people listen to this podcast. It's a very popular podcast. Like most podcasts, no, I'm, I'm, I, you know, Danny, there's 99% of the podcast no one's listening to. Not that we have a Joe Rogan audience. We don't, but we have a good, loyal following. And this podcast uh, does as well. Sometimes it does better than the radio show podcast because it's only available on the podcast. You can't hear this on terrestrial radio. You can only hear it on the podcast. I literally think it's just the word sometimes. You did the seven words earlier. Yeah. Add podcast. Not pussy for P, P for podcast. <laughs> because I swear to God, there'll be times where I stay away from using the word podcast in my interview request because normally a yes will come back following that. Because you say podcast, and in somebody's mind, immediately they think of some dude in his underwear with his balls hanging out in his garage. <laughs> And most of the time, that's true. All right, uh, Kevin in Kansas, moving on. Here, we got to get uh, speed up the process here. Uh, Kevin in Kansas says, Dear Ben 
And Danny G, uh, you you went from sidekick Gascon to Danny G, Ben. I see a pattern here besides the obvious. Doug Gottlieb, what other DG sidekicks would you like to work with down the road? Uh, wait, who's uh, D, DG initials? Who are some other famous DGs? I'm, uh, Gottlieb's the only one, but you mentioned him, Kevin, in the email. I have to think. Famous DGs. You're a DG, Danny G. Any? Yeah, any I can't famous? think of any others off the top of my head. It's a brain twister, Kevin. How dare you? How dare you mess with our minds? Uh, let's see. Uh, who is next on uh, the mailbag? Uh, All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Scott from Northern Kentucky says, a couple of questions for you. In all your years around the Dodgers, did you have an opportunity to have conversations with Vince Scully? Did he ever swear, uh, he says. Uh, I'll answer that first. Yeah, I have a couple more. But, uh, yes, I actually knew casually Vince Scully. It's one of the cool things, the coolest things I can say that I've accomplished, if it's even a, an accomplishment. But I, I started out covering the Dodgers. I was 19 years old. I was, I was a green banana. That's and awesome. I, that is and awesome. I, and I, I really, through my formative you know, years as a young adult in my 20s and 30s, I pretty much spent five, six, seven nights a week. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Dodger Stadium in the press box. And I, I really, I knew Vin a little bit and, and I had dinner with him a few times on the road, which was awesome. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget one of the greatest nights uh, with Vin was at Shea Stadium. And this was like the, one of the last years. Vin didn't usually make the road trips the last few years of his career with the Dodgers, but he he would try to go back to New York. He, he would make selective trips because he grew up in New York and he'd, he'd go back. And so uh, we're having dinner and, and, and Vin was regaling us with stories about uh, when he was a kid and there was a, uh, a strike. The trash men in Manhattan in New York went on strike and uh, he, he told the story. And I still remember the detail the the style that Vin told the story about how people were so desperate when the sanitation workers in New York went on strike to get rid of their trash. And it was around Christmas time. And so back in those days, they had these massive televisions, you know, those huge TVs, the tube TVs. And so there were some people that had tube TVs and what they were doing, uh, at least it happened at one time. Anyway, Vin remembers they would get the big box that the TV came in like the wooden crate, and they'd fill it with trash and then wrap it in wrapping paper and put a bow on it. And so obviously the sanitation workers wouldn't take it, but somebody would steal it thinking it was a TV or something like that, something valuable. And so they'd have their trash taken care of. Somebody would steal it. And Vin, Vin told us, I never heard him curse. Um, you know, I, I have, I have many Vin Scully stories. I, I don't know that we want to get into that right now. We're in limited time, but very nice man. And, and when he would say, hello, Ben, you know, I was like, oh, man, because as a little kid, I grew up watching Vin do the Dodger yeah. games. And my mom was a huge Vin Scully fan. So I was like, wow, man, that's like, right. I, that's like uh, talking to the Pope. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, the Pope knows your name. You know, I was like, holy cannoli. But uh, anyway, you're not kidding, man. Being a little kid in Southern California, hearing his voice on a transistor radio during the summer, everyone shut up and they listened and he was a big part of the soundtrack of our lives. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I never heard him curse. Uh, I did ask him one time. I'll get more into this later, but I asked him if he, you know, I thought I was doing Dodger talk after the game. So I thought Vin would be listening on his way home. And I, uh, I said, Hey Vin, you know, uh, you, uh, what are you doing after the game? What do you listen to when you're driving back to the Valley? Uh, he said classical music. <laughs> like, class- he's, like, he's like Jojo on the radio. Kiss FM. Not you. Not you, Ben. Yeah, that would have that would have been even better if he had said <laughs> that. But uh, anyway, if I could be you, and you could be me for just one hour, if you could find a way to get inside each other's mind, walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out, and for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go! Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. 
Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about nine or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Uh, he says, uh, are you, uh, do you ever see yourself going back into the studio full time? Uh, here's another question about that. Uh, are you going Howard Stern on us and hiding away? Uh, yeah, no, I, I will go back to the studio uh, occasionally. Uh, I don't think I'll ever go back. I mean, I spent a lot of money building the studio out here, so I feel like it would be a total waste of my money to then not use the studio. And I have to use it for the podcast anyway because of the schedule. So I will go in. I'm, I'm excited to see what the new studios look like. We're building in Burbank right where they used to do the Tonight Show right across the street from where Johnny Carson did the Tonight Show in Burbank back in the day and Jay Leno and those guys. So I'm excited to see that, and I'll go in occasionally. And one of the one of the things, and you know this, Danny, from doing the overnight show, one of the advantages if you're on during the day is you can play grab ass and schmooze with executives and salespeople. I have none of that. I can schmooze. If I go and do the show, I can, you know, schmooze with the guys and all that. Uh, but I can also hang out with the guys cleaning the toilet and clean. Not that those are bad people. I'd probably rather talk to them than management people, but it's just not, I'm not really getting anything extra out of it by going in. Uh, and then he asked a question about Helen and Stu. He says, who the hell are Helen and Stu? It was mildly funny when they fought with Gascon, but the last email just showed that they are mean and nasty people. Probably the old grumpy couple that go to dinner at 3 p.m., complain about everything and don't tip their server. I have a feeling they are lonely and bitter people whose families don't even talk to them. Wow, shots fired uh, from Scott in northern Kentucky. Tim from Augusta, Maine writes in, and uh, again, limited time. You've here, got so mail. Go. Uh, he says, Ben, do you think, that this is the time you break out of overnight number 18 show uh, showing great listener growth and seem to be promoted a lot more. Is it time for a promotion? Uh, well, that's not up to me, Tim. And I'm very happy doing the overnight show and I like it. I have a good cult following a good niche following. Not that I don't think I could do a great job on a morning show or an afternoon show and dominate and kick ass, but it would be a much different show. And I know from experience when I do these other shows and I, and I go out and I don't do the standard bull crap that we do on the overnight show. Uh, yeah. I get a lot of, Hey, what's wrong with you, man? You're, you're a sellout Maller. And I want to be called a sellout. Uh, Scott Farrell told a story on the Friday podcast. He got hired by the Atlanta thrashers. He sold out to become an NHL play-by-play guy. He lasted one year. They then had to pay him the rest of his contract for like three years. He said he just sat around, smoked weed, drank, and got checks uh, from the NHL team. <laughs> That's kind of the dream, right? Isn't that the, I mean, in some way, not that I want to fail, but to, to have that kind of setup, my, my God. Uh, but, you know, Tim, I don't, I don't see anything in the horizon unless – unless uh, the company gets cheap on me or something like that. And I have to go somewhere else. But other than that, I, I, I see no evidence of that being the case. They've been very good to me. They've helped me pay my bills for a long time. And, uh, and I, I think I've provided them with marginal overnight sports talk radio. Emmett, the blind 
Seahawk fan writes in. And, Bam, uh, that's, hey, that's a kid. You can't say that word around Emmett. Emmett's in high school. How dare you? What's wrong with you? Hang on. All do right. it again and I'll bleep it. All right. You got to bleep that here. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. Emmett, the blind Seahawk fan at Olympia says, what is the most awkward phone call you guys uh, have had to deal with on the radio? Uh, I could write a book, Emmett, on this. Uh, two of them that pop in my head right now. I had a caller from Phoenix named Monty from Phoenix who was using a different name. And then I was doing a show over Thanksgiving weekend. And as I remember the story, which is probably not actually what happened, but in my head, as I remember it, it was like Thanksgiving. He starts, he's clearly had something to drink more than something. He's passing the phone around. And then he has this big admission that he's been living a lie, that he used a fake name. He's not who he says he was. And it was very bizarre. And it was like out of completely out of the twilight zone. And then the other famous call, I think you were with me on this. I think you were with me, Danny. Were you there when we had the guy that had the heart attack? Oh, on, yeah. On the show. Yeah. I yeah. sure was. And Coop did not handle that very well. <laughs> well, neither did I. Neither did I. My my, my response was, I, the guy's like, he was talking about Chris Collinsworth or something, as I remember. He was calling from Cincinnati. Cardiac Stanley. We named him yes, Cardiac, Cardiac Stanley. Cardiac Stan. Yeah, cardiac Stanley. And so he calls up and he was on hold for a while and he starts huffing and puffing and he wants to get his point in. And I forget exactly what he said. It was something I'm having. A, I think I'm having like a heart attack or something like that. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I was like, whoa. And it did sound like he was having some kind of heart issue. Yeah. His arm went numb and he was breathing <laughs> really crazy. And he's like, I, I, I think I'm having a heart attack right now. Everybody was daring headlights. You didn't know what to do. Yeah, you don't expect that. So I think I said, all right, Coop, take, let me put you on hold. Coop will take care of it. We'll get you some help or something like that. But I, I didn't know how to how to handle that one. That was a weird one. Uh, there was also, there was the guy that proposed to his, his girlfriend, proposed marriage. I kept the guy on hold for a long time because he wanted to talk about Duke. And I was like, it was like Duke college basketball. It wasn't really the tournament time. So I thought that's a terrible call. And then I put him on eventually. And he was like half, he was like half sleeping. And, uh, and, I, and I, it was so funny because he, he had to wake up the lady that he was proposing to for marriage, the, the, the lovely woman. And then right after she said whatever she said, I think she said yes. Uh, they're now divorced, he told me a couple of years ago. He wrote me and said they got married, but they're divorced. But he, he, t- he t- hey, can I still talk about Duke? Was, that was the, we used that as a drop, I think, on the show for a while. It was, uh, it was very funny. Who is next to these amazing Amazing questions. One is better than the All next. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. All right, Hillbilly Mike in Richmond, Virginia says, uh, let's see here. This one's for Danny G. First, the butt kissing. It sucked when you left Ben's show. Uh, Hillbilly writes in. You had a way of hitting the perfect spot with a relevant drop. Uh, and man, I sure miss Jeannie's drops because of all, uh, all but one of hers disappeared overnight. You never had a problem. Uh, talking smack to Ben when you disagreed with his takes and things just flowed. And then he, then uh, Hillbilly takes shots at Roberto. He does not like the way that Roberto plays the drops and uh, I'll skip over that. Uh, but he, I take some shots there at Roberto and he says, with you back in studio from time to time, is there any way you can share your drop wisdom, Danny G with Roberto? And he says, because the drops are an art form. And while you are Picasso, He then says that uh, my guy, Roberto, is a finger painting. Uh, Shots fired by Hillbilly Mike. 
Uh, but there, there is a, there is a technique and I think Roberto's fine. I think he does a good job. Some days are better than others, but that's how everything is. I have better days than others. Some days I suck at radio. Other days I'm okay. And some days I'm pretty good. And that's just life in general. Uh, but th- that is, that is the timing, especially me. Cause I, I don't pause that often. So you got to really pick your spots when I'm bloviating. You have to have a lot of windows open on the computers in front of you. It's kind of like being a gunslinger, Ben, because those are your bullets. You got to know exactly where every bullet is for every occasion and then fire them at the perfect time. I got a thing about dead bodies. I mean, it's far from easy. Hell, even on post-production of the podcast, it's not easy. So shouts out to anybody that tries it and does it on a a regular basis. I give love to all the tech producers that give it their best. I will say that, you know, when I'm in there filling in, it's filling in for Coop. So my head's spinning with answering all the calls coming in from the Maller Militia, putting together the podcast, putting together the games and the features that go on during the live show. So there is so much going on in the producer chair. There's no way in hell I could lean over and tell Roberto, hey, Pull a couple of these drops I want. Yeah, and Hillbilly Mike. I mean, you know, come on. But I promise you, I the some of the drops you miss, especially from back in the day, I will definitely insert into these fifth hour podcasts. You pay me five hundred thousand dollars, I'll endorse a gay magazine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're here to spread love. We love you. We we You're very special. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And Roberto was really nice last week. Uh, three or four drops I had been looking for, he helped me find. And I was able to load them in and email them to myself and get them into this weekend's podcast. So uh, your staff is great, dude, because anytime I ask the Maller staff for something, they are usually on top of it. Might take a day or two because there's some weed involved. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) But results happen and they're really nice about it. Yeah, yeah. These guys, they put a lot of work in to make everything sound good. Uh, well, we've got time for one more. Aussie Momentum from Down Under says, Hey, Ben and Danny G, have you guys ever been water skiing or wakeboarding? It is a pastime here in Perth, the part of Australia that Aussie Momentum lives in. If so, how did you go? Uh, he also says, Danny G, can you please set Ben right and tell him that Cincinnati, Ohio is not in the South? And only chumps think so. I love a guy that from Perth, Australia, is trying to teach me about American geography. Uh, How? What is wrong with you? What is wrong? Liar! You are. You are. I don't think of Cincy as the South. Though. I do. I do. I've been to the airport in Cincinnati, and it's the Cincinnati, Kentucky. It's in actually in Kentucky. I think of Kentucky as the South, so I think of Cincinnati. There's like the the point of demarcation. You cross the Rubicon border though that's right where the time changes i feel like i feel like that makes cincy a different part of the country no it's it is the this i believe it is in the south i'm going south <laughs> on that and i will travel at some point to cincinnati to meet people shake hands kiss babies and all that <laughs> and uh and we will have a, a country jamboree racist and it sounds like you're going to count teeth while you're there. <laughs> uh, no comment. So uh, the, the water, the water skiing, skiing and uh, wakeboard, n- none of that. I love bodyboarding here in the Pacific Ocean. That's hella cool. The bodyboards are fun, but I've never been pulled by a boat. They go so fast. And when I see people fall, that doesn't look fun at all. Yeah, you have to do a cost benefit analysis uh, is it worth it because there are it doesn't get talked about a lot but there's a lot of people that die 
every you know, summer doing that stuff on lakes and ponds and whatnot. And one thing goes wrong. That water is like a brick wall. Yeah. And it looks fine and all that, but you make a couple missteps and game over. Uh, yeah, I've not done done too much water stuff. I like you know swimming in the pool, going to the ocean and whatnot, but uh, not done. I'm not I'm not a Perth guy. I'd have to come visit you, Aussie momentum in Perth. You'd have to give me the the. We can see some Aussie rules football. We'll do that and uh, and go around. Uh, I think that's it. Right? That's all we have time for. Uh, thanks to John uh, from Parts Unknown, Chris in Maricopa, Iowa, who's been a big supporter of the podcast. Nick in Wisconsin as well, big fan. Uh, we didn't have time to get your questions and a couple other people who I did not uh, did not write your names down, unfortunately. But again, thank you uh, for supporting the podcast. Give us a review. We will read your review on a future episode, the Saturday yeah. episode of the podcast. And again, thanks to Scott Farrell. Thank you, Danny, for booking that and uh, getting a hold of Scott. And it was wild and crazy and zany. And if you're a fan of radio dudes, Scott, the first like 30 minutes of that interview, or first 20 minutes of that interview, I was like, whoa, what is going on here? <laughs> this is like next level. I've known Scott Farrell for years. I know he does crazy stuff on the radio, but I was like, whoa, like it was bar- I barely said anything. It was just him. He was bouncing off the walls. It was wild. On fire. What a great week of radio at Fox Sports and with uh, you and the shows you did. Just a fun, fun week. Good times. Good times. I'll be back in the magic radio box tonight. Terrestrial radio, 11 p.m. Sunday night in the West. That's 2 a.m. Monday morning in the East, 2 to 6 Eastern time. On Monday morning, uh, 11 to 3 in the West, and we'll be yapping about all the big stories here that took place over the weekend. And uh, be safe, live long and prosper, and we'll catch you next time. Got a murder, got to go. <laughs> got a murder, got to go. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.